Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Climbing the Ivy on the Fan Sided Network. This is your host, Alex Pat, on a mini episode. And as you know, oftentimes when I post mini episodes, they're usually for something specific, sometimes good, sometimes not. And in this case, this is definitely not. It is 12.33 a.m. local time. It is the 27th of July, year of our Lord, 2019. So, the Cubs just suffered what I would say is their most brutal loss of the 2019 season. And by God, that is saying something. This team has lost so many gut-wrenching games late, particularly on the road. But this game tonight in Milwaukee, that was a true gut punch. They lost first place. They came into this game tied for it. The Cardinals, of course, rallied and came back and won, and they now trail the Cardinals a game in the NL Central after having a a three-and-a-half game lead just like a few days ago, practically. The lead the lead is now gone. And they lost to the Brewers, who were also chasing that division crown, in what I would say was a pretty key game. You have two more in Milwaukee. Then you go to St. Louis for three. Then you play Milwaukee again at home. Three games. That is five more games against Milwaukee, three against St. Louis, in a tight, crucial division race. The key for this team would have been getting off on the right foot. Whether ugly or pretty, all they needed to do tonight was win. And they put themselves in so many positions to not win, even while leading late. They played with fire all night long, walking guys getting into jams. They got, what, three hits total? Three? They never even threatened to score outside the David Bodie home run. I mean, they were off the board in hits until like the fifth inning. They looked completely lost against Gio Gonzalez, who has historically killed them. I mean, it it was ugly. But the way it all unfolded was even uglier. And what's sad to say is that it was incredibly predictable. We have seen them lose so many games on the road like this. It's it's nauseating. The Cubs have not won a series on the road since Washington. That was the 17th through 19th of May. May. They have not won a series on the road since mid-May. It is almost August. It is almost freaking August. Okay? August. They won one game in Pittsburgh, one game against the White Sox, 
and squeaked out one against San Francisco. Those are your only road wins this month so far. In June, you squeaked out one against Colorado. I guess you couldn't say squeaked out. It was a blowout, but you still lost that series. You had that one comeback victory in L.A. and one in Cincinnati. That was it. All the other road games you lost. That's where we are. Their record on the road is horrifying. It's one of the worst in baseball. And they're staying afloat because of how good they've been at home. They don't need to be world beaters on the road. But if they would just have, I don't know, seven more wins on the road, they would be in really good shape. If they took advantage of when the Cardinals and Brewers were reeling, they would be in very good shape. But here we are. They've put themselves in this position. You can't do anything about the past, so you got to go out and you got to start winning games against the Brewers and the Cardinals. And this start to this stretch of division games was as bad as it gets. A late-blown lead. And you look at how it all went down. You were lucky Steve Ciszek got out of that mess in innings previous. And then in the eighth inning, they used Kinsler, and Joe Madden was really trying to avoid Pedro Strope because Pedro Strope has not had it this year. He's getting older. He's had injuries. Pedro Strope is one of the most reliable relievers the Cubs have had consistently for many years, and it kills me when people act like he never did anything which is just so untrue, and it's so mind-boggling. It's so mind-boggling. It's so mind-boggling that he never got any credit for all those years. But the fact of the matter is, this year, he's just not the same reliable guy anymore. He's just not. It's sad to see. I hate seeing it. But that's just where you are right now. Seeing how that inning unfolded, it just, it spelled classic Cub disaster. And it looked like for a split second that maybe you were going to get out of it when you got the pop out and that really nice catch towards the line. I think it was Robel Garcia who caught it. It was somebody did. I don't know. I was watching the game out in a bowling alley. I was with some friends. I was just kind of casually looking up and down. And, you know, that's when I saw it. And as soon as we were leaving, leaving the bowling alley, That's when the Gamble go-ahead single happened, and you knew the game was over. You were facing Josh Hader, you knew the game was over. That was the game right there. Another late-blown lead. And as a Joe Man defender, I I can say I do not agree with the way he's managed lately. You look back at the blown game in San Francisco. We knew Strope was reeling, and that didn't go well. And then today, I think my biggest gripe with him was taking out Hendricks when he did. He could have gone enough. He could have at least started another inning. And taking him out after, what was it, five? And needing all those innings from the bullpen? It was almost asking for certain doom. I really didn't get that one. And maybe let Kyle Ryan finish that one inning. I, I, I don't know. I mean, here's the thing. At the end of the day, 
your players got to do the job. But, you know, it's also on the manager to manage correctly. And we've seen, I think, some mistakes from Madden. I really think we have. So, this is the position we're in. It's easy to think doom and gloom now. And you know what? Maybe the Cubs turn things around, they get mad, they get pumped up, and they win the next few games, and then suddenly they're in good position again. I mean, a lot of attitudes changed on that homestand. But the thing with that homestand is, you know you've been good at home. You've been terrible on the road. Incredibly terrible on the road. This is where the concern's in. It is a different day, but the same movie on the road. Late-blown leads, the offense going cold. It just It's the same thing. I can't say it's really fluky anymore. When you are seeing the same thing going on and on for months, how can you really say it's fluky at this point? They just, this team cannot win on the road right now. If it was maybe a bad month or two on the road, okay. But this has been going on practically all season. They only have a few series wins on the road. You won in Washington. You swept in Seattle, which was a two-game series. You took two or three from Arizona. And you swept Miami. Those are your only road series wins. That's it. That is it. Remember when they started the season? You lost two or three in Texas. You got swept in Atlanta. And you lost two or three in Milwaukee. Then you got really hot again. But you know what? A lot of those games were at home. You still played pretty good baseball in Seattle and Arizona. But then after that homestand again in May, you lost two or three in Cincinnati. Then you won the two in Washington. And then that whole bad road streak just really took in full force. Lost two or three in Houston. Got swept in St. Louis. And so on and so forth, as we've said before. There's just, there's clearly an issue there. The trade deadline is coming up, and a lot of people are saying, what can they do to improve this? We know they don't have a buttload of assets to trade. Is there really a guy or guys out there that you can trade for to make a huge difference? Are you good enough truly? I think you could trade and make a difference. I mean, your core is having as good of a year as it can. It's just the the supporting cast around it has been so bad. But you have a lot of holes to fill. You're going to need some bats that could especially hit lefties. Maybe one or two. You're going to need some more bullpen reinforcement. You traded for Derek Holland, who I think is just going to really end up being a loogie. And we'll we'll see how good that even works out. I mean, that's not really a a huge acquisition, but, you know, it, it might work. But man, it just feels like there's so many holes to plug. Baseball can be unpredictable. Because right now, if you ask me, if the playoffs started today and the Cubs were heading into a wild card game with the possibility of having to play the Dodgers or the Braves after that, 
right now would I feel comfortable with this team facing them? No, honestly, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Postseason is funny. You get in, and a lot of things can happen. But I would say the odds would be against them. When the Cubs won in 2016, that was clearly a World Series caliber team. Top to bottom, they were great. In every category, they had a relentless offense. This year, it's very hot and cold. They had a fantastic defense. This year, it's been way below par. They had a very good pitching staff. Starters this year, I think overall, have done a very good job. I'm not as worried about that. But the bullpen... Even with Craig Kimbrell now, you're talking about a lot of concerns and a roller coaster. And I think maybe you have to do some shuffling because you're looking at guys like Rowan Wick who may be an option. Pedro Strope is not the guy he once was, so you may have to make some adjustments there. Brandon Kinsler's overall been good. You want to put him in certain situations. Steve Ciszek's arm's going to fall off, so he needs some help there. And Kyle Ryan has been very good overall. But he can't be your only reliable lefty, and hopefully you get something in Derek Holland, but you still want some more. I mean, let's play worst-case scenario. Let's say they keep falling behind, and all of a sudden they find themselves four games back. Are you going to give up? Probably not. Are you going to go all out? I don't know, maybe you cautiously buy. Or they get back on track. They get back on track, and they start winning again. They take the division lead again. You make some trades. You smoothen it out, and you let it ride. I don't know what's going to happen, but I can't tell you right now that I'm fully optimistic. I'm a little worried. I'm not giving up, but I'm a little worried, and I think fans have every right to be. They have to turn it around right now. You cannot dig yourself a hole in late July, early August. Because playing catch-up at that point is not what you want to do. It is not ideal. Baseball is a game of up and downs. They get hot, they get cold. The problem is you've seen so many of the same problems persist throughout this whole season. And that's where some of the doubt may come in. If this was a really good division, and I mean good as in the teams were all a lot better and they were fighting, and the Cubs were just in a little bit of a slump, and they saw a bit more consistency, then you just say, look, they just need to battle out of it. But when you see the similar problems, that's when you worry a bit more. You know the ceiling of this team is better. I mean... Most of this team was there when they won in 2016. Not all of it. You're missing some key guys from that. But a big chunk of them was part of this team. And they've experienced winning before. But it just hasn't meshed like it once was. Is it all due to the supporting cast? I think that's a big chunk of it. Is it Joe Madden and the coaching? I don't think it's the sole reason. I don't think you could blame them for everything, but I definitely think you could look at it and say, well, there's some areas where 
Maybe they're not getting the job done. It's just, it, you don't see that we never quit team that you saw before. It just, you don't trust them to put things away. Every game on the road at this point, I think a lot of fans have just that gut feeling that something's going to go wrong. And unfortunately, in this year, more often than not, that gut feeling comes true. It's just, that's the way it's been. It's reality. Maybe you listen to this podcast and you're thinking, man, Alex was being such a downer. Look at look at the way they turned around. I sure hope that's the case. And maybe it is. But right now, there's just a lot of concern that I have. Again, I'm not giving up. But I'm definitely concerned. What happens if they just completely slip right here? I'm sure the direction of the team will change, and what they will do will change. But we'll see. What's a shame is that the past few days, you'd gotten a lot of good news from this organization. You demoted Addison Russell, who was clearly just hurting the team. The comments about, oh, I didn't know the signs and all, all the issues there, I, you can't have that on your team, it's ridiculous. You call up Ian Happ for a second chance. You hear Ben Zobrist is going to make his way back. You're closing in on the deadline, and you know you may not have the assets to trade, but there's still a bunch of possibilities of guys you could get. They may not be as exciting, but you know it's still an exciting time to keep an eye on trades, no matter what they are. And then they lose a game like this. And it just, it kills so much of the vibe. And I feel like I, I've been talking on this podcast most about the state of the team and not about tonight itself. But the the thing is, is that tonight's game summed up so many problems that this team has had. Inconsistency. Bullpen implosions. Inability to win on the road. And shooting yourself in the foot. All themes of this year. All summed up in one game. One crucial division game. Now obviously tonight's loss doesn't end the season. But it definitely stings. And these are the kinds of losses. That end up being talked about. When the season is over. A lot like last year. I remember when the Cubs were down three games to one in the World Series. I hopped on on YouTube and I said, chin up Cubs fans, chin up. And you know what? I I mostly thought that that series was over. I thought the Cubs had lost. I thought it was over. But there was still that little part of me that believed That's how special that 2016 team was. Say what you will about David Ross. But man, without that guy, I don't think they win it. Many Cubs fans have heard the story of him in the locker room saying, Don't hang your heads. Don't do that. I don't know what's going on in the locker room now, but I I certainly 
could guarantee you they would love to have a guy like that back in their clubhouse. And hopefully Ben Zobris can provide that. Even in 2017, when they had that hangover first half and there was a lot of frustration, when they started winning again in the second half, you felt like there was something special going to happen. You really did. And right now, I just, I don't have that same feeling. I'm not saying everything's doomed. I want to reiterate that over and over again. I am not saying everything is doomed. But I'm trying to reach into my bag of optimism. And I'm finding myself scrambling around the bag a little more. And again, this is coming after that great homestand. But these road losses, man. In a game like this. When you see so many of the same things. It's just a bit more difficult. And sometimes you have to take it to a podcast. Or just rant it out on social media. Or to your friends or to your family or to whoever. And just let your thoughts out. This is crunch time. Not next week. Not next month. Right now. They gotta get back on track right now. No ifs, no ands, no buts. Now. It's disappointing to see how this team has just lost so many of these types of games. I don't know what else to say about them at this point. I really don't. What is it about the road that they can't win? I don't know. I genuinely don't know. It didn't seem like a problem in the past. It it hasn't been a problem in the past. But it's a problem now. It's got to be solved now. It's not April or May anymore. You can't say, well, it'll probably even out. No... No. It's, it's got to be solved. So I really don't have much more else to say than let's see how this plays out. Let's see what happens. Maybe we're all laughing in a month or so when things get fixed. Or maybe the, the opposite. Maybe the exact opposite. I don't know. I'm not a fortune teller. So I guess just hang in there. We'll see what happens. Because the next few weeks are going to determine the fate of the Cubs. September you play a lot of division games, but right now I think is very crucial. So that's going to do it for this smaller episode of Climbing the Ivy. Thank you all for listening. I know you're just as frustrated as I am. A reminder, you can listen to this podcast on iTunes and you can check out Cubby's Crib at cubbyscrib.com. Until next time, I'm Alex Pat. Just try to hang in there, guys. Just try to hang in.